It started out in 87, it was a punk kind of thing. It might not be a very enjoyable experience at first, but it's, it's, I guess it's immense power that you experience when you, when you see 30 guys shouting at you. We have a meaning in every piece. There's always a point that Petri wants to make. I don't always know what the point is. <laughs> so it's, it's just I just found an audio interview of something that I quite like to talk about I thought well maybe yeah. we should try opening with it it's a bit musical maybe <laughs> I liked that one uh, just so people know it's a Finnish shouting choir right that just scream okay no words or anything um, but I just like that there's so much confusion in it because like the other guy who's speaking for them is like you know the conductor always has a point you know I don't really know what it is what it is but it's there <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll continue on a bit more with the interview because it's just more it's a bit more interesting it's very simply a choir with uh, 30 guys that don't sing a note instead of that they <laughs> shout and bellow and scream and uh, cry and do everything cry, that cry. one can do with a loud voice I'm the conductor and composer. I might say a dictator. <laughs> the first numbers were the most sacred Finnish patriotic marches and hymns. Mm. But then also international laws and treaties and uh, recipes. 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 <laughs> and uh, recipes. <laughs> 30 man Finnish choir. Screaming like I don't know how to make a Bakewell tart. And he's not he's not he's not a conductor, is he? I'm the Where's conductor the and composer. I might say a dictator. He's a dictator. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not a conductor. Conductors, they conduct orchestras. This is conducting screaming men. <laughs> Where is it? Is is it? Con are they making it up as they go along? No, no, it's so like, it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, um, to get, they're called Miss Kuro Hutajat, I think. Divine meeting of order and chaos. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds quite cool. I don't yeah. know. Experiencing it might be different, but it'd be quite cool to do. Uh, it's taken from Wikipedia. They're an internationally famous shouting choir from Ulo Ulu, Finland. They're established in the in 1987 and originally comprised 20 shouting men, oh. and since have expanded to 30. Uh, led by conductor Petri Silvio, maybe, the choir is best known for their loud renditions of Finnish patriotic songs, but have also performed foreign tunes such as the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were guest performers at Congratulations, a special 50th anniversary concert for the Eurovision Song Contest, held in Copenhagen, Denmark, where they performed Waterloo. ABBA. <laughs> Waterloo! <laughs> something, something that you want me to. <laughs> Dirty, screaming Finnish man. <laughs> no, it sounds... It sounds, it sounds intri it's intriguing. Yeah. It's definitely like... I'd book them. Yeah. Like if I was having an event, well, we've got to have the Finnish screaming choir. <laughs> yeah, I definitely recommend them. Um, I can't quite remember where we are. We'll go for this one. No, come, yeah. Hey! 
one of the main subject we're dealing with with the choir is is the concept of discipline and concept of uh, mm. male groups uh, having uniform <laughs> the evil is in everybody and the the, the good is in everybody <laughs> it's better to taste it and see it and feel it and play with it and uh, shout about it than remain quiet and and don't look look at that <laughs> do people need to shout yes that is necessary human being comes to this world this is the, it's the first thing they do course it's necessary it's a shouting choir <laughs> well i love these guys like is shouting necessary he goes yeah you know like because you do it when you're born so <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> a bit more no yeah i'm all for it like i'm completely yeah. for it i think it's a great medium as well uh for doing it like it's, it's a great idea of expression just you don't need words nirvana proved that yeah like you could just go uh meat eating orchids something 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 yeah. It's just like, oh, it's just this the energy in his voice that's kind of carrying it and the words are kind of just filler, yeah. like a medium for it. They're not the meaning of what he's trying to say. It's just, so why not just have screaming? <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> I'd, I'd do it. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but there is more to this uh, to this interview. Most of the times they said that he was really impressive. What about the other times? <laughs> they say that it's complete madness, of course, <laughs> and they don't understand the thing. But still, hey, it's art. They don't have to. <laughs> what do your critics think? Uh, sometimes they like it. The, the other times? No, they don't like it. <laughs> Must be weird to critique a, a choir of 30 screaming men, though. D d to be honest, like, what terrible. do you say? Like, uh, some people say it's complete madness. Yeah. If, like, you know, you're walking past the theatre or something, you see those big posters, and then in yeah. quotes, if something said in quotes, complete madness, The Guardian, I'd fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just if you just like it's it's one of those things you have to kind of get in the mindset for. Yeah, I mean Shakespeare's madness if you're not prepared for it. Mm. You know, oh they've gone to the woods now. One of them's a pig or something, and they're all having sex. What what what's going on? Yeah, it's like no, if you, unless you're mentally there for it, go for yeah. it. But yeah, it's been. But how is to, that? How is it different to like, what the fuck is that? Stomp, where they're all just banging yeah. shit. Like there's yeah. still a rhythm and it's still organized, but it is chaos. Yeah, they were likened to like the hackers or whatever that are yeah. going on before yeah, like rugby sense. matches and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's but like, for yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Featuring songs by Warp by Abba. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking throw it in. Why not? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like the like the idea. I just saw it. Might might try more segmented mm. bits. Maybe yeah. it could work as an intro, but it feels like it might just be like jump in. Yeah. Screaming men! <laughs> might fade into it, I guess. I don't know. Okay, um, lots of lots of news this week, actually. Lots of different stuff going on. Um, you know, Coco Pops are sexist. Mm. You do know this? Well, they were, then now they're trying not to be sexist. You would have thought that the race would be the first card, being that there's um, animals on the box. <laughs> and they would be like, oh, this is somehow racial. Yeah, it's like no, yeah. it's a cartoon monkey. Yeah, it's not racial in any way, but it is sexist. Uh, they've changed their slogan after receiving a complaint from a ten-year-old girl. So there's a few things I don't like about this. One, don't wait. Do what ten-year-old people say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't isn't their slogan? I'd rather have a bowl of cocoa pops. I don't know. Was it? It used to be. Kids and that's Haribo. I'd rather have, have a bowl, bowl of cocoa pops. pops. 
sexist. Incredibly. Yeah. No, apparently they got a different slogan, which is maybe um, how it is. But I've got a few problems with this article. Number one, I don't think that cereal is in itself sexist. <laughs> and I think that, yes, it's a cutesy story of a child trying to change the world. Right. But it's kind of like, grow up, 10-year-old girl, but take your, you know, have another eight years. Take your time. Yeah, but take your time, everyone but... else, don't just listen. Like, listen, but you yeah. don't have to Your mum should have known better than to send this letter. Imagine if at you. 10, you knew you had the power to change your favourite cereal to whatever you wanted. Ugh. You become, that's like that's like the plot of Heroes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you got the you I, had that superpower to well, change the advertising of your favorite brand. Oh, the, just the advertising. <laughs> if it yeah. goes beyond that, like all cereal would have just become donuts. Give <laughs> <laughs> me these Cheerios are like small donuts, but they're crunchier than real donuts. Yeah, change don't it. appreciate this. It's <laughs> yeah. Making a mockery of donuts. Yeah, the article says sometimes it's the youngest among us who notice things that aren't right. Um, all right. This week, Cereal Maker Kellogg's Sometimes people notice things. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes kids read things yeah. that adults don't in Peppa Pig. Yeah. Or on cereal boxes. Yeah, it's the thing. It's like, well, yeah, of course the kid notices. The kid's the one that's fucking eating it. It's the kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's aimed for the kids. <laughs> uh, Hannah Marie Clayton saw that the brand was using the slogan, loved by kids, approved by mums. On the chocolate-flavoured cereal, she immediately noticed that it erases dads and could also upset children who don't have a mum. <laughs> Kellogg's responded by saying, We have now changed the wording on our new Cocoa Pops packs to say, Approved by parents. We agree with Hannah Marie. Dads love to have Cocoa Pops too. I don't care. Is uh, But that's so cringy for me. <laughs> yeah. The end result is that this is just an advertisement for Cocoa Pops. Yeah. And you're saying that more people should eat chocolate for breakfast. Yeah. And all the sugar is bad anyway. I don't know about chocolate, whether that's any different, but the amount of sugar required to make Cocoa Pops is probably not the best. You shouldn't eat it. But now it's more inclusive to kill slowly. And pain. I, I don't, I've yeah. got a vendetta against sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been placed as like, oh yeah, now everyone can enjoy you know, sugar, sugar cereals. I was, um, I was watching this uh, conference last year. So I'm, I'm, I'm Cocoa like, Pops conference. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan. Uh, oh, sorry, every... just to interrupt. I did try and go to the Rice Krispies conference, but there was so much static uh, in the sound system. You know, there was, there was snaps, there was crackles and uh, my dad was there. I need to stop doing this. I'm so pissed off at you from the last couple of weeks, which we'll go into later. Oh. But I just thought I'd just put that in there just to fuck with you. All right. Because isn't it great to fuck with you, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. You All love right. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they they do like a conference every year to their shareholders. Wrestling conference. Like on the, on the business side of it. Because at the end of the day, it's like a, a multi-billion pound company. <laughs> and... Um, the bag of money falls on the floor. <laughs> the accountant comes. <laughs> Fire chests. And now the monthly report. <laughs> He's got a chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I never get through anything wrestling related, but um, Sorry, yeah. it's not even wrestling related. It's just a company related. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, conference related. Yes, yeah, so, and um, the 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 head of marketing there said. Um, the future of marketing is philanthropy. And everyone thought it was a really cynical thing to say, but in actual fact, it's completely true. 
Like you were just saying, like the, the what they've actually done is succeeded in advertising Cocoa Pops by yeah. doing something philanthropic, and fucking right, everybody's right, right. doing it now. Is it philanth? I guess it's philanthropic. I guess you know, yeah. I don't know what it means. F- charitable. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like charitable, but it's also like for a good cause, right? Yeah. It's like trying yeah. to trade Greenpeace. Yeah, and, tr- and trying to, try to make a statement. <laughs> I'm making statement. Make I'm, ch- I'm changing the political climate because this is unacceptable. For cocoa for, for ten year olds, the political climate for ten year olds yeah. has changed forever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I understand that, you know, little changes make improvements along the way, so it's good to improve. It just feels cynical. But it this just feels like an advert. Yeah. It just feels like a, a subversive advert that basically reminds people they should eat Cocoa Pops because Cocoa Pops aren't sexist. It's annoying because I can't see, I can't see the, like, companies doing good things anymore and think, mm. like, oh, that's a nice thing that they've done. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, they're, they're not, they're not doing it to be good. Yeah. They're just doing it to improve the image. Yeah. All that kind of thing. It sucks. Well, people do like to have an image, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that sets me up for the next one. Okay. Uh, police. That's, that's the end of that article. Oh, okay. Kellogg's is sexist. It's trying to pretend it's not sexist. Via Cocoa Pops. It's yeah. closed. Yeah. Next article. Police have issued a plea for people to avoid using anti-tank missiles as doorstops <laughs> after a road in Surrey had to be cordoned off on Thursday. <laughs> you think you're cool. <laughs> My back door's held open by an anti-tank missile. Where did you wait. get that? Just found it. <laughs> why, why, why do they have to encourage people to stop as though it's a... Is it a widespread thing? It must be widespread enough. Yeah. Like, I imagine they'd have to have found it more than once. Can people please stop misusing missiles? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to help, to, to in, instead of air conditioning. Yeah. I just want to keep this door open for the breeze. Yeah. What should I use? Uranium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just had like oh, irons. Yeah, it's a bit green. We had iron irons, like in my grandparents' house. Like yeah, just the, these like irons. Sit on the stove. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did they? What was that for? Maybe it was. Like if you think of an iron, but it didn't yeah. feel like it was actually used as an iron. It was more decorative. Yeah. So they would, made sit, they would sit them on a hearth before we had like electricity and shit. And then... Put them in a bed or something. Well, it would, like a, you mean like an iron, like a... Yeah. Yeah. But it, it just didn't feel like it was an iron. It might have just been an old iron. Yeah. If it's just a lump of metal with a handle or something. And yeah, it's pretty much. vaguely iron shaped. It's just then, very small. Like, not very small. Yeah. But smaller than an iron. Yeah. So they'd, so they'd heat it up on the hearth and then they'd use that to iron their clothes instead of yeah. like... We just use that. Out. We didn't use missiles. <laughs> where'd you get an an, what, why an anti oh anti-air is just uh, it's too light it needs to be light to yeah. take off anti-tank anti-tank oh, very fine. heavy it's fine it yeah. works keeps the door <laughs> wide keeps open completely open it's fine <laughs> officers in Kingston upon Thames made the bizarre public appeal after Ewell Road in Surbiton was closed off following the discovery of an anti-tank missile <laughs> Uh, they tweeted some of you may have noticed part of the road cordoned off yesterday to avoid further inconvenience if you happen to find an anti-tank missile please don't use it as a doorstop (laughs) (laughs) just don't (laughs) alright we know it's tempting just fucking don't that's fine you'll be fine (laughs) adds flavour to a room I guess people like to do that there's a good sense of history there 
Yeah. Well, it's like people like to put photos up of loved ones. Yeah. I don't do that really because I've got a mind's eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. But people do it to add the room some character. Yeah. So that it brings the room together or something. Yeah. And maybe weapons of mass destruction. It's weird how perception changes. Like in the 40s, if you found a missile that hadn't gone off, that was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, awesome. I'm, I'm going to celebrate. Here. <laughs> yeah. so I don't want house. to be because rationing's pretty bad. So let's just keep yeah. it in the house. Yeah. Just in case just someone trips over it and we all go. Put it by the door. Yeah. And there it stayed. Yeah. And it's a talking piece, isn't it? Yeah. You know, no solicitors. Look at the missile. <laughs> a door closer. Yeah. Door stop opener. I don't know. Yeah. Do people still stop Just doors? freak out the milkman. <laughs> <laughs> Try and return it with the rest of the empty milk bowls. You can't fit it in his truck. Oh, that's a lot tries. of milk. Yeah, it's a lot of milk. Credit to him. Yeah. Oh, no. It's... But do people still stop doors? I haven't seen many doors stopped recently. Uh, That's a conversation. We're, we're hot on the topic this week. Yeah. From sexism in, in your cereal to do people stop doors? Hmm. Find out tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a study. Email us if you stop doors. Yeah. From stay do- there. From doing what? Exactly. Just from closing or opening. Yeah. Oh, what I did. I got in trouble once, I think, when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, I, well, I just used to. I've always been a bit of a prick, right? But like when I was a kid, my, I used to wind my granddad up by putting a doorstop in the door whenever he went out, so that when he, he couldn't open the door. Oh right. And then I think he put his finger through the door to like point at me. Yeah. So I opened it, and it you know hurt his finger. <laughs> so I was a good kid. Oh. He also he he hated Thomas the Tank. Why? So I just because I used to play it all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because he hated it. Yeah. Well, because uh, I liked it, but then it did at a very early age come into the point was like I know that he's gonna scream. With anger, if I play, just play it. <laughs> yeah! Uh, I used to jam an action man under the door to stop it opening. <laughs> like, just the feet. Innovative. It worked. It yeah. <laughs> he, was try- he was trying to break in. Yeah. Was anybody trying to force uh, their way into your room? No. No. I no, used to I make was... traps for yeah. nobody. Yeah, like... That ended up, like, like, hurting family members. <laughs> real Home Alone shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was, like, what, a ton- big, like, Tonka truck filled with Lego or something yeah. that had the bumper tied to the front door so that if anybody came in the house during the night, the door would open and the Tonka truck would fall down the stairs making loads of noise. Yeah. And then just half-asleep family members going down to make breakfast. <laughs> like, oh, shit! <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> I also split a mate's head open with a rock, doing like Home Alone stuff like that. Oh, we were making traps, so we found this massive slab of concrete. Yeah, we're like, well, let's hike that up a tree. <laughs> so like, tied some rope around it, got rope around the branch, and like pulled it up. Yeah, and I just got bored of holding it, so I just let go. And it <laughs> broke his head. <laughs> you have to get it super glue back together. Yeah, you, you soon realise that Home Alone is is really easy. <laughs> it's a really bad, bad. Was it bad? Gives a bad impression to kids. Yeah, well, tie a blowtorch to your kitchen door. But just this won't. This it's like this is just cartoon violence. This is fine. Yeah. This wouldn't really hurt somebody swinging a paint can down a flight of stairs. Yeah, just like gluing nails point up on the staircase. (laughs) Kids' curiosity, I swear, always peaks at violence. Like that, uh, we I was um, when I worked at the the playground company, we fitted Mm. like this little pulley crane in um, 
in in their like sand area and right. stuff and there were there were like it was it was about about five feet high it was quite tall and you lift it up with a chain and like but, sand and buckets yeah, comes up yeah 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 but there's no latch on it or anything and this kid put rocks in it and then lifted it up and then this other kid's like looked under at it and he just dropped it on his head <laughs> <laughs> just i was just curious if he'd die yeah <laughs> but they're like Fair enough. five yeah well they're, they're, they're like absorbing so much information it's good to know so it's good to absorb an impact <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why not just even it out <laughs> yeah but like to learn that that's bad or that's enjoyable whichever yeah. you know person you end up being i guess i think um a lot of people have like like a, a story where their curiosity ended up with them feeling incredibly guilty. Like I had, I had one when I was a kid, and it's it's usually with fucking animals or something. Okay. I had one when I was a kid where I was like, I was throwing a, uh, a, a, a like a tennis ball in the garage, right. and there was a spider crawling across, and I was playing to see how close I could get to the spider, right? And then I just squashed the spider, <laughs> it's like with oh. the yeah, <laughs> and like, but like that's like fucking burned in my memory, <laughs> yeah. like that just that kind of shit. I had a mate who saw a dead squirrel in the road, yeah. so he like ran forward and kicked it like a field goal. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately after, he's like, "I think I'm going to see that reel when I get to hell." <laughs> like, just that on a loop. It's like, why am I here? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, just the squirrel. Thump. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> didn't feel good. No, but I mean that one's already dead. Yeah, but it does. F- I mean, manipulating a corpse always feels a bit wrong. I've never done it. You never, you never tried. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must. <laughs> no, you call I've, yourself a host. I've, I've, <laughs> I've held dead pets, but that's not the same. <laughs> Give them back to their owners. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> just, I just want it for a minute. Yeah. Do you mind if just, I just, just, just hold your fish? Hold it. <laughs> just, that's better. The voices have faded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the life's gone from this one. Yeah, and now it's part of me. You can have it back. <laughs> you can have the lifeless part of it back. <laughs> you can have its physical being back. I've got its soul. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Uncle. Why are the kids crying? <laughs> yeah, the Milligan boy's been round again. <laughs> Get him to wear gloves at least, for God's sake. Show some respect. Uh, elsewhere in the news... I see, I got a bit... I misunderstood this article, but it still kind of works. Uh, riding on some types of roller coasters is now an effective way of removing kidney stones after research has shown this at the latest uh, Nobel Prize for medicine. Nobel Prize for medicine. <laughs> Why not try roller coasters? <laughs> Nobel Prize for that man. Or <laughs> woman. Sorry. Just jump up and down. Yeah. Just get someone to shake you. Just throw yeah. you around. Just move about. Have a game of rugby. Get into debt and wait for it to be collected. You might get your kidney stones cured. Yeah. Uh, no, I want a pa- I want a medical pass to Alton Towers. I want to. <laughs> Does the NHS pay for fucking Euroland, whatever it's called, Euro Disney? This is a very big stone. Send him to Florida. <laughs> Send him to space. <laughs> Space roller coaster, Space Mountain, whatever it is. Um, it was for an LG Nobel Prize, which is a bit of a hidden What's thing. What's that? Uh, the LG Nobels are spoof prizes that are awarded in the annals of improbable research. <laughs> so they're factual, 
Right, so someone... Uh, well, Someone's yeah. worked it out. It is true. It is a real thing. Yeah. The inspiration but, behind the roller coaster research began several years ago when one of Professor David Wartinger's patients at Michigan State University's College of Osteopathic Medicine returned from a holiday trip to Disney World. The patient reported that one of his kidney stones became dislodged after a ride on the Big Thunder Mountain ride. Wondering whether is it that was... what it was called, or was that just how he described it? I think it's what it was called. I think it's the it train. Was the one. big thunder mountain ride. Right. <laughs> it was big. Thank you, I doctor. Think it was raining. One <laughs> yeah. uh, wondering whether it was caused by the ride or just a coincidence. Coincident. Coincidence. Yeah. yeah. He uh, gave the... himself another kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> he put a stone inside someone else's kidney and put them on a roller coaster. Uh, the patient went on the ride several more times, and each time he went on it, a stone popped out. Intrigued by the story, uh, someone built a silicon mo- model of his patient's renal system, including stones, and took it on numerous roller coasters. <laughs> so, so, so he's queuing up oh, for a roller coaster. Oh, you're too short for this ride. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so you're queuing for a roller coaster, and behind you, someone's holding like a mannequin, but with no head, legs, chest. <laughs> Just intestines. Yeah. Just with like <laughs> just some, with something rattling around in it. Yeah. And being like, after you. It's fine. Yeah. This is for science. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why are you getting on it? <laughs> yeah. Just, why don't just tie it to it? It'd be fine. Um, the medicine prize is one of 10 LG Nobles awarded each year for amusing and mind-bending science. I read the rest. They weren't that great. It was like, economically, somebody dropped a coin in a fountain and they lost a coin. Um, at the award ceremony for it however each winner has 60 seconds to deliver an acceptance speech an acceptance speech the time limit is strictly enforced by an eight-year-old girl who says please stop i'm bored until the person gets off (laughs) coincidentally the girl from two years ago has subsequently complained to kellogg's until she got her way All right, um, yeah, a Nobel Prize. They give like a million quid or a million dollars. Mm. I don't know. Is English millions and American millions are the same. No, they're not. Are they? Are they? English, uh, no, yeah. mil- millions are the same. Millions are the same. Billions aren't. Billions are different, but yeah. people just use Americans because people Americans just use Americans. So um, an American billion is a, is a million. No, American billion is a thousand, thousand millions. millions. An actual Which sounds like the stupidest decision in the world. Because yeah. when you go, well, there's 7 billion people in the world. You go like, well, actually, there's 700 million or 7,000 million yeah. people in the world. Yeah. But no, it's a billion. Yeah, a billion no. is a million million. In England. Yeah. Yeah. I don't actually know what it is population-wise. I don't know which one. Yeah, which use, one is it? that makes a massive difference. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a factor of 10 or something, yeah. isn't it? But I think, like, if you see it, it's the American definition. Just right. because it, you just... In kind of a condescending way, you just mm. go like, yeah, sure, a thousand million, whatever you say. Yeah. This makes people sound like they've got more, which is the American dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bajillion dollars. That's a thousand. It's a bajillion. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. You have one billion. I've got <laughs> 900 million. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Who You've has got more? Yeah, so less is everything. Yeah. Um, in Canada, though, uh, Vermont wildlife officials said a moose drowned in a lake on Saturday after people crowded the animal in order to take its picture. What? So, like, people they... gathered round to take a picture of a moose. Yeah. And the moose 
drowned, drowned. itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a bit, well, it's a bit more sad than that. But the state fish and wildlife officer Robert Currier told uh, local TV the moose swam across the lake from New York State to South Hero, Vermont, which is a different state. Yeah. So it's distance. The animal made it on land. Uh, near a cycle path, he said, but was forced back into the water after being threatened by feeling threatened by onlookers. The moose then was so exhausted it drowned. So like, so they did, yeah, they <laughs> got did, it's to land. Not, it's like, knackered. Yeah. People were like, oh, a moose. He got a bit freaked out, retreated to the water, couldn't swim, so he died. I didn't think a moose would run away. They're fucking enormous things. Yeah, but it's just, it's just I don't, I don't want the exposure. I don't want to deal with you people. Right yeah, now. now that I've swam one, you know, triathlon or whatever it is from yeah. New York to Vermont, it's like I just don't want the media attention. He's like Forrest Gump. Yeah, just doesn't want the media attention. He'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> so he just didn't want to do it. Uh, Courier said people should keep their distance from moose encountered in the wild. Good advice. Like a real life eeyore. <laughs> Back in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one bothered me in the water. <laughs> Best practice is to stay away from it. Keep your distance and don't crowd the moose. If a moose feels threatened, it's going to respond by either leaving the area or it's going to respond with aggression. And obviously we don't want anyone to be a victim of the latter. So don't aggravate it. Don't fear it. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Just, just Yeah. You ever had a hard day's work and then someone's like, "Hey, can I, you know, talk to you right off the gate?" Yeah, and you're like, "Just give me just, a few minutes." Imagine yeah. if they didn't do that, you'd probably want to drown yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, 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 coincidentally, we do have a sponsor. Well, I wake up in the morning and I go outside and there be a moose on my lawn. Moose everywhere, eh? Nothing I can do about a big moose, mm. is there? I have a problem with so much moose. Chewing on the trees all around your house. Well, yes, why I called, eh? That Fred Beauty look no further than K.I. Glimmers! Moose Shoer. May not chew moose. Hey, moose! Get the fuck off my lawn, eh? Where in God's name did you find that? <laughs> it's just on YouTube. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was week by week. Uh, for those who don't know, this was like taken. <laughs> Steve did this, that recording, like years ago. As part of your ten, was it like ten episodes? I think you did. Yeah, like your nine or ten. Yeah, so my usual this- thing. Th- this is why I thought the podcast wouldn't work because I normally just give up after a while. <laughs> yeah. No, I just yeah, and you've got my momentum of just like, well, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, I just record you refusing to be recorded. I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> Stop talking, please. Yeah, just give me five minutes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But yeah, so it, basically I was trying to make adverts, not very good at it, so I thought, fuck it, I'll just steal Steve's. From 10 years ago? <laughs> I saw the Moose articles, like, I think Steve had a thing about Moose. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just keep on trying to find something to be like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. There's a reference to something that exists from long ago. It's fair enough. Bring it it's forward. nice to finally have a use for it. Yeah, it kind of works. Um, so the next article I've got... Um, is uh, I forgot to make notes on it, uh, but it's relatively short, so I'll kind of go through it. Um, but uh, it is uh, part of my new segment. Uh, Nick's inappropriate, garish and generous, ethically risky. Nick. So I had to just cut that short, I think. (laughs) 
So, ethically risky section. (laughs) (laughs) Formerly known as uh, Toe in the Water. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A 10-year-old boy in Missouri is recovering after he was attacked by wasps, fell from his treehouse, and fell face face first onto a meat skewer. Whoa, Jesus. Straight through his head. Like the kebab spike. Oh. Straight through his head, coming out the other side. Wait, what What did he fall? He, he was just... being attacked by wasps. Right. Right, in a treehouse. Uh, oh. Fell out of the treehouse. Oh. And fell on a fucking meat spike. Oh my God. Horrible, right? <laughs> Why was it sticking up? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Using it for croquet or something? I don't know. It was literally, it was just, yeah, it must have been pointing straight up, right? Unless it was sticking out of a brick wall. <laughs> That's the only other option I could think of. <laughs> Is he like fell, rolled forward and maybe? Oh, maybe they were like contained in like a in vase. Like a, right. Kind of thing so that you could easily get it when you're cooking. Just on the floor. Just under a tree house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it there next to the fire underneath the flammable tree which has even more flammable house with my child in it it was that dickhead boy next door like laying traps (laughs) (laughs) this is what happens yeah uh the spike went through his head and miraculously missed his eyes brain spinal cord and all major blood vessels oh he lived yeah he's recovering wow (laughs) yeah he fell down from the treehouse when the freak accident occurred uh, he's expected to recover fully, although his voice may be affected. Yeah, I'd imagine you'd be a bit shaken. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you become one with the wasp and just speak wasp from now on? Or would you just be a bit more timid? Like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I'll climb trees anymore. I live in the hive now, mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rod was successfully removed. Uh, problematic because it was a square skewer. They would have preferred a round skewer in this child's head <laughs> uh, which took like several hours because the square rod's got like sharp edges uh, so when they're pulling it out they yeah. don't want to you know don't want to damage the thing that it missed yeah, yeah. Uh, Xavier was playing in a treehouse at his home in oh, Harrisville, Missouri what do you expect if you call him Xavier <laughs> yeah. of course he's going to have some horrific accident when he's mingling with wildlife <laughs> of course wildlife. he's going to die tragically <laughs> yeah. he was just playing in his treehouse when the yellow jacket wasps began stinging him <laughs> To be f- yeah, it looks like an alright treehouse, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good treehouse. It's just like a big chair. Like with two supporting things, flat thing on top in a house. Oh, right. Like, kind of like a chair. Oh. Looks weird. Um, Xavier's mother said that she saw her son walk into the house screaming with the rod sticking out of his head. So he got up oh. and like went to find help. No! Mom, wasps are swamps. Wasps are chasing me. Oh, those fucking wasps! But oh my god, <laughs> I think it was a big one. <laughs> wasps don't like me. Um, on the way to the hospital, the kid was telling his mother, "I'm dying, mum. I can feel it." Uh, his injury had no active bleeding, so it was, he wasn't bleeding. But there was a fucking skewer in his face. Missed everything. Uh, doctors called in expert surgeons probably right too yeah yeah don't call in like i'll oh, just call in the average surgeon <laughs> i think we should get the best ones for this one i'm the average surgeon <laughs> uh 
uh, it was a one in a sh- one in a million for it, uh, percent chance for it to pass five or six inches through the front of the face of the back and not have hit these things. He said the biggest concern while removing the rod was the kid's neck. He didn't want to break his cut his neck, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it says it's miraculous. Um, I've not seen anything pass to that depth in a situation that was survivable, let alone one where we think the recovery would be near complete, if not complete. So it's like, yeah, does the fuck luckiest but unluckiest kid. Yeah. Um, pretty much uh, in the world. Christ almighty. Fair enough. Um, also on ethnically risky. Ethnically? Ethically. Ethically. It was originally ethnically, but I thought that was too hard hitting, given the intro. Yeah. So I thought I'd just make it ethically. But my mind doesn't catch up. Um, a man in India shocked police officers when he walked into a station with the head of his wife. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the suspect, identified only as Satish, was holding a bag in one hand and a machete in the other. In footage taken by someone at the station, Satish, 35, is heard telling the officers, This is my wife, sir. I gave her all the love I could. <laughs> at the point at that point he pulls the woman head out of a plastic bag and holds it up telling the officers that his wife Rupa had cheated on him oh. I saw her with that guy near the plantation I killed her but that guy ran away he said according to local media reports oh. I couldn't kill him though yeah, he says I so oh, t- <laughs> couldn't bring myself to kill no, him I'm not going to kill him I mean yeah. he, uh, his trust my trust in him wasn't broken I didn't know him but yeah, he my didn't, wife's trust. He technically did nothing wrong. Yeah, so, so and my wife has no head, so yeah, my my work's done. Yeah. So Tish went on to say that Rupert's alleged lover Sunil was facing a number of criminal charges, and that despite Satish being a taxi driver and promising to support the family, his wife had chosen to cheat on him. Satish reportedly took police to where he had buried the rest of his wife's body. He buried her headless body, yeah. <laughs> and then remand- was remanded in Why custody. Why would you bother if you're going to go hand yourself in anyway? Yeah. Well, he probably thought like he probably didn't think. Like, I think at one point when you go, my wife's head's in a bag. Yeah. What do you do now? Yeah. Go viral. So <laughs> <laughs> go to the police station and try and uh, saw that. Uh, police have stated that when he saw her meet Sunil at the plantation near Shivani railway station, he just hacked at her neck for a bit. Well done, police. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good. Uh, <laughs> it's a good an- analysis. Yeah. Of the situation, I guess. Fuck me. Uh, so yeah, anyway. That was Nick's inappropriate, <laughs> garish and generous, ethically risky. Nick. Didn't want to have a shot of the, the guitar. I tried, oh. but the, the recording was just bad. Oh. So I was just like, well, this, um, there's something I'm not doing here. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, oh fuck it, we'll just use Steve. <laughs> Plus, I think it, it works because it's I did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, elsewhere, um, Stoke on Trent. Yeah, uh, I saw an advert for um, uh, something. I'm not. I won't, I won't mention it by name, but it's what it is. Uh, this is the advert. Looking for a fantastic day out in Stoke with your friends and family? No. Nope. We're the world's one city-wide murder mystery game, and we're coming to Stoke. Right. Work your way across your city centre with a group of detectives going on the hunt for a serial killer. <laughs> Cracking clues, solving challenges, and eliminating suspects. <laughs> eliminating. <laughs> but can your team work out who did it before they strike again? At just £30 per team, you can do it with us and be a detective for the day. Ugh. So just go around your town, basically playing Cluedo. Yeah. And just looking for serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> serial killer? Serial killer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I'd understand if it was like an escape the room kind of thing in a controlled yeah. environment, but there's probably serial killers in Stoke on Trent. Just, you know, <laughs> don't accidentally accuse someone that you think's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're dressed like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. He's going to get a bit spooked. He might murder you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you pay 30 quid for it, so why not? <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. I we only lost sure. eight participants this time. <laughs> yeah. Due to unexplained circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, there's another weird thing that happened. Um, I've started doing um, like another a comedy workshop, a comedy stand up comedy course again, like yeah. a workshopping thing. And the venue that you do it in, because um, it's on like a Monday night, uh, the room above was holding a TED talk for the entirety of the stand up course <laughs> called How to Profile a Serial Killer. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got like they're probably downstairs. <laughs> yeah, so you've got. <laughs> All these people who feel like, you know, they've got something to say and how to say it and they want to, you know, tell people what they think. And then upstairs, there's like a group of people hearing the downstairs group being identified. <laughs> and then they come downstairs and we're just sat in a circle, just like saying offensive things to each other. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought it was because I didn't, I wasn't sure what room it was in. Yeah. So I thought I'd like <laughs> one up. into the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Where's the jokes? <laughs> This isn't funny. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, you kind of thought that, oh, maybe I'd like won a prize. And like, you know, like... <laughs> you get pu- to go to a TED talk. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the police used to do in like the 90s, or at least they did it in The Simpsons, where they would tell criminals they'd oh, won right. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. won a boat. Like, yeah. Oh, a free boat. Come on. <laughs> oh, you're a serial killer. God damn it. <laughs> How did they trick me? How did they do it? Just give me my boat. <laughs> yeah, give me my boat and I'll be on my way. <laughs> Just gonna hand it. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's me for this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. How was the course, by the way? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's better than uh, previous ones I've done. Yeah. So seems uh seems cool. Seems interesting. And like, yeah, the I've done two different courses before, and they were like, oh, you've kind of said the same thing a million times. And this one's like, oh, no, yeah, this is new. This makes sense. And yeah. it's like one of those things we go, it's not predictable. Yeah. Where like some writing, it's basically like a writing course as well. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you go down this route. I'm like, oh, and then you do this. He's like, no, now just, you know, just flip it. And you're like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, that's quite a cool, yeah, quite a cool thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I'd recommend it. I'll go into it after when it's finished. Yeah. Rather yeah. than be like, oh, that was so new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's cool. Um, But uh, yeah, so you, you're there and you're surrounded by people Fuck you steve so much <laughs> i'm not going down these alloys you please do it but i'm not going to believe you li- no yeah. it's oh, okay. this is this isn't a belief thing is it not no 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 you you're 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 surrounded by people who are trying to understand what comedy is yeah right and i like to think that you and me right. both have a sort of idea you even better than me right however okay. i'm going into a new segment now okay called <laughs> who, who is, is this, this twat, twat? Oh. <laughs> Who is this twat? Have you heard of Demi Lardner? No. Oh, God. Demi Lardner. Demi fucking Lardner. She's been around for like five years, um, okay. apparently. I didn't realise her career had been that long because it seems like she's just started it. But What does she do? She's a stand-up. She's an Australian stand-up comic. No. No? No. She's awful. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm ju- I'm going to go into this bit. Because generally, once you've seen one of her shtick, you'll see you've seen fucking all of them. Right. If it fucking plays. 
<laughs> Buffering trial. someone say they wanted to hear my dad's Google history? No. <laughs> Nobody. No. Dad's Google history. Dad's Google history. What is the name of the woman? Dad's Google history. No. Dad's She's Google just... History. Demi Lardner age. Dad's Google history. I can't. I, I can't. It's, it's, like, it's it's like five minutes and of like, the same song of the of the of the same same Style. song, and then she she does like other fucking lists like where she she did she went to where the fuck was it? It was the Canadian uh, Montreal Comedy Festival, yeah. and she did something like it was where is my secret stash? Where she just yelled where is my secret stash for like five minutes while climbing over audience members and then she found a box it's like oh it's my secret stash and it had a mustache in it right yeah. like I, I and this is part of this like <laughs> this like new what wave call it? Yeah, comedy thing or whatever the fuck i don't know what but it's just it it's you could put you could you could you could put it on at seven o'clock in the morning with no laughter and people would believe it's a kid's show it's so mm. friendly and unchallenging <laughs> and fucking pointless, and I hate it. Well, it's just like I, I, I am overly critical about comedy so much about a lot of stuff anyway. Yeah, but like there's some bits in there could have been all right. Like the, the, the joke was, my dad has to Google my age. You know, he, yeah, I don't have a good relationship with my yeah. father. That's the joke. Yeah, but surrounding it just by the song is just like, look how wacky I am. That's just it, and it's just like no, there's, just just there's a, there's a dance. And yeah, she's, she's waddling she's like a, a penguin as she's singing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I, now I've ad- admittedly I've got a lot more context here. You've seen like twenty seconds yeah, of that. Yeah. Like I've literally I've, never heard of it. I've watched like the, well uh, most of the stuff on YouTube. This yeah. is probably about half an hour of stuff, and it, right. it's all fucking terrible. The same but kind of stuff. Loads of people are kind of like being drawn towards it because it's entirely inoffensive. There's no way it could offend. Anyway, right, right. It's completely pasteurized, pointless bullshit. Okay. Which is what people go to comedy for, right? They don't want to think. They don't want to, you know, <sighs> experience know. or th- you know, consider. I don't know. I feel like I, 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 I feel like I'm just kind of ragging on a person. Oh, oh, with oh no, like... tag me in. <laughs> tag me in. There's someone I hate now. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, oh, me, uh, yeah. No, just, Who just, is this twat? There you go. <laughs> Again, I'm overly critical, right? If you yeah. want proof of that, on episode 100, I made some comedy skits and was overly critical about them. Yeah. To the point yeah. where I was like trying to find it. So it's not just, um, it's not to say someone's terrible. I just go like, I think this could use improvement. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a Netflix special. Like, uh, uh, a, who is he? There's someone else who's quite good. Um, English guy. Um, uh, and he's released like four specials on Netflix, like all at once. And it's really good. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I know it's, which one you mean, but I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. he was on. Whose line is it? No, he's on. Uh, who? The Lying Show. Would I lie to you? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he did the thing about like his cabbage, uh, right? Vengeance thing. Is that guy? He's really, really good. Really like him. Okay. Um. So he released like four specials at once. It's like, oh, it's quite a cool little thing. All the episodes were kind of like again, like kind of interlinked a little bit. Yeah. And kind of like they worked really well. So there's another person who tried to do it, and it's just uh, his name's Daniel Schloss. Right. He's a Scottish guy, looks like he's in his 20s, and I think he's performing in America. 
and it's just it's just weak it just feels horrible to like the preview of it on netflix just watch that and if you enjoy it then maybe you'll enjoy it Mm. so go for it and enjoy it but he's basically saying uh it's really hard having liberal parents because you can't rebel against them right and that's the statement he makes over the course of like three minutes right and it's just like it really pisses me not piss me (laughs) off but i just go like this is this this what is what is this? Yeah, <laughs> this could be so much more. I mean, like Carl Kinane did a bit about you know rebelling against uh, somewhat relaxed liberal parents. It was yeah. awesome because it was so many little bits of it, and it was only like five, ten, ten, twenty seconds long. Yeah, because it's like yeah. that's we get that's the joke we get it. Yeah, but the re- the, the it's the I'm on stage. Look at my facial expressions. Yeah, I'm gonna take my time. I think it's the fact that they think that their ego is enough to carry it. Yeah, you know, like just Maybe. their appearance and the fact that they're 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 from a different part of the world. And yeah, the, like the, the the celebrity of it. Yeah, like if you were to listen to a celebrity talk, if like Kim Kardashian talk or something, they probably would take their time and it wouldn't be as concise statements because yeah. they're just like, aren't you just glad I'm here? Yeah, it's just that kind of feel to it. And yeah, Daniel Sloss is similar. I try and I tried watching the beginning of it as well, and I'm just I'm overly critical. As in, mm. like it's probably fine. He's on Netflix. He's doing great. This Demi Lardner is yeah. on Just for Laughs. Brilliant. Yeah. Great. Good for them. But it's just like, for me, it's like, no. Just, That's, no. Yeah, I think... So, yeah, this is where I have trouble drawing the line. I can't imagine the kind of person that enjoys it, but clearly some people do. Well, do, have you um, have you watched The Iron Fist on Netflix? Yeah, I watched the first series. I've start, I just finished the second series because it right. came out recently. Yeah. And the second series is is non, is absolute nonsense. Right. The first, I really liked the first series. Yeah, I did. Well, I liked the first series. I f- seem to remember there were bits where I was like, "Oh, it's a bit meh." But second time watch through, it's like, "No, yeah, it's good." And yeah, it ties in with everything. Then they have the defenders. Yeah, where all kind of stuff goes in there, and then this season two is afterwards, and it's literally like the Iron Fist and his girlfriend double date. Oh, this is gonna be awkward. When should we invite them around for dinner? How much cutlery do we put down? And it's like that's a bit of a down. What? <laughs> Yeah. And seems a little bit more um, influenced by PC culture, a little bit more, and feels like it's um, feels like the second season is just written for kids. Yeah, like the the last scene of the series, I'm just like fuck this completely. Yeah. I haven't read any of the comics, so I've known none of the story in that regard. And maybe it naturally progresses through the things it does in the season, but. Those comics were bad, if that's the case. Yeah. Just because it's the first six, second season is like, you know what? Fuck everything before this. <laughs> um, he can shoot lightning out of his eyes now. Like, what? What? Like, that was never mentioned. No. Never mentioned. No. no, yeah, but, you know, it wasn't mentioned because he didn't yeah. know. It's like, Iron hang on. Fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, like, there's people who like it. And there's yeah. loads of shows that I've seen recommended for people. Yeah, like I've seen people be like, "Oh, any recommendations for any uh, TV shows?" And I see people's recommendations, like, "I, I wouldn't, I'd ne- I couldn't watch that. I've never watched that." But yeah. hey, people, different tastes, different people. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm overly critical, especially when it comes to comedy. Anyway, yeah, but when it comes to a lot of stuff, I am anyway. So fair play to them, but I just couldn't. I've got a violent mind. Yeah, and it's just the screams that start echoing. My own screams at myself yeah. start echoing when I see things like this. So, yeah, so, you're, so your your thing of this was much more critical analysis. Mine was just, I really hate this person. I hate this <laughs> Which is probably the wrong energy to try and bring to get people on my side. <laughs> yeah. But I get this. The thing is, there's so many... It doesn't seem very creative. Yeah. 
and you go, well, she's everything made a song. She, everything she does is a list. Yeah. Like it's a list or it's a non-secretary with with no joke or punchline or setup or anything that just lasts for ages. And you can be like, oh, well, loads of people did non-secretaries. Monty Python did non-secretaries. Mm. It's like, yeah, but no. Like it's not it's 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 not it's not in the same vein. There was there was some kind of um some kind of setup there. There was it was leading somewhere and if it didn't lead somewhere, that's what was funny about it and they made they made you aware of that. Mm. Plus it was different because they were the first ones doing it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, I just it feels like really low effort. Yeah. Well that's the thing. And the the, the thing is there's other people who are doing it better. Yeah. And I, I've been off Twitter for quite a while, but there's a bunch of people of similar stuff that I really liked. That well, no, this is done well. Who would do songs, make lists, and yeah, but just have another layer to it, have another level yeah, to it. Yeah, that's it's just, just it. more levels. More being more creative with it. It feels yeah. like they've just gone first draft and then okay, that's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is but it, it's she literally has f- like three jokes over and over. Yeah. Again. And, and it, yeah, my fucking head in. Yeah, so it just it just feels like it's a shame to like this person is creative and passionate about it. Yeah, that that's just what they seem to just have stopped at one point and been like, yeah, that's, that's fine, stunted. But it was enough. Yeah, seemingly. Yeah, to Ugh. get to to get further on, and again, good for them. But yeah, I just can't enjoy. It. <laughs> my, yeah, my crazy brain just starts. My my angry gorilla demons just start acting up. Yeah, there were another like five minutes to that fucking clip, and I was just <laughs> yeah, just. We get it. Your dad's Google history. Yeah, yeah. It, you could achieve exactly. The, the music's not bringing anything to it at yeah. that point. Anyway, no, exactly. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. See, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't put the podcast at risk. <laughs> Is it garishly generous? <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to find G words? <laughs> and so it still kind of makes sense. There were, uh, well, there was another. I was trying to do another word before that, and I can't remember what it was. It was longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Um, so, like, my previous ones have all been have been like, um, here's a subject, and here's about the subject, and everything mm. like that. This is just four things. Okay. Um, which is, I think is more authentic as to what the, what the idea actually is like, cause it's just something I'll slip into a conversation mm-hmm. and then just leave it alone. Like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, Coke would be green if there was no coloring added to it. They put the absence of color into it. Well, they make it brown. I guess they add, uh, yeah. add red, add red to green and it goes brown. Probably. Maybe. Red, green, brown, blue. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Why would it be green? I don't know. Because it's, it's so poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even try and hide it. Yeah. Radium. Yeah. <laughs> I've given, I, I stopped drinking sugar for like two days. Like uh, completely. And it is so like, it really is like I'm. I thought you'd already done that. Yeah. But like I just slipped every now and then. Right. And, it, and I was just like, right, no, actively just no, and sort it out. Yeah. And it was like, I was drinking like less sugar. And yeah. I was like, no, I just fucking cut it all Eat out numb. completely. Yeah. And it's just like the, it's, it's a drug. It's so weird. Yeah. Like the, literally the, uh, I can't remember what I said this on the podcast before, but you know, you see someone like sit down with like a, a, a tumbler of whiskey yeah. and like sip it and enjoy it. 
I can do the same with like neat Ribena or like mm. neat double strength squash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it's just, and not, you, don't, you don't feel the drug, you just feel the absence of the drug, which I think is how drugs work, right? It's like nicotine. Yeah, and yeah. or anything, you get used to being on that drug. Yeah. And so you only notice the absence, you don't notice the It becomes the not high from it, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just the just the cravings that I was receiving are crazy. Yeah. To the point where you go like this is the equivalent of not the equivalent, but I can this must be how alcoholics feel. Yeah. You know, like I need a drink. Yeah. Instead I'm like, you know, I need an orange. <laughs> <laughs> um they used to use candles instead of clocks. Yeah. Mm. You didn't know that? What what I didn't know is they used to put nails in the side of them to <laughs> use as an alarm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they put it on a plate, and then when it melts, ting, ting, ting. when it melts oh. to that point, yeah, the the nail drops to the plate <laughs> and wakes people up. Apparently, because yeah. life was so fucking terrifying. <laughs> life was so you're quiet. So, yeah. You're just you're sleeping, and just any movement is like, oh my god, the black death's coming. So it's like the ting ting ting. ting. Oh, time to wake up. <laughs> it was just the candle. Yeah. <laughs> Snooze. <laughs> Sorry, love. Ow! I meant to hit the candle. Um. Oh, sugar. After eating something hot, a spoonful of sugar will completely neutralize the spiciness. I don't believe that for a second. But apparently, Could you it's do it with salt. I. I feel like I wouldn't would... want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like it might absorb some of the oil because it maybe. But then just the... eat flour. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Or just use or anything. something like that. Maybe yeah. that works. An I've oxo cube. A tomato is apparently the way. Yeah? Yeah. That's like, Another well, acid. I think Greeks or whatever, or Cypriots have told me that. Yeah. They always have a tomato with something spicy to cleanse it. But I think mm. it depends how spicy it is, because the spicier it is, the more oily or whatever. Yeah. And then that's what fucks you. So. Yeah. yeah so a spoon Fair full, enough. A spoonful of sugar. Helps um, the spiciness go down. Yeah. They're doing a remake of Mary Poppins. Why? Don't know. Uh. That's an all-star cast. That's all I read. I didn't want to. I didn't want to find out who. Of course it is. Yeah, they remade Beauty and the Beast. Why not remake this? Yeah. They remade Jungle Book. Why not remake this? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh, I'm Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Clean your fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we kept we kept Hugh in his native tongue for this time. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was more natural to yeah. Mary Poppins' work. <laughs> what you think all Mary Poppins are women how sexist go eat your cocoa pops <laughs> um, and this is the last one because it's incredibly German uh, some nursing homes in Germany install fake bus shelters to stop their pensioners wandering <laughs> off <laughs> oh my god <laughs> look Glynis is trying to escape again <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. She'll fall in my stomach. Don't, listen, no. <laughs> Don't worry. No, I can't do a German accent now I've done Sudan. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, she'll f- Glynis will fall asleep soon. And then her nightmare will return. <laughs> Fake bus shelter. Yeah. <laughs> no. This seems like quite, quite an extreme. Yeah. Well, I thought so if you it ever was drive like... past an old folks' home in Germany and see lots of really sad pensioners, they've probably been there for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> Starving to death. Because they don't remember stop. how long they've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's imagine being a bus driver and driving past and this. Am I supposed to pick these people up? <laughs> Meanwhile, they're being restrained and drugged. <laughs> 
We yeah. will give the we will give them the illusion of escape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's even worse because their family members won't even try and help them leave. No, it's not as if like they've got a fake car park. It's like no, no. <laughs> Just give them the idea that a bus might arrive. Yeah, that's all we need. That's <laughs> the going into the mind of the victim. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's it for that. Oh, one. that opens that up for Auschwitz. <laughs> collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Sorry, Auschwitz. Uh, so I wonder if they did the same thing at Auschwitz. You know, introduce. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, savings and loan or something next to the Holocaust camps or something ridiculously racist towards Jews. <laughs> Just put that outside. I don't know. Put an uh, what would they call it? A rhinoplasty or something. That's a nose. Yeah, and that's thing. a Jewish racial racist thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Germans are creative. They got they got the way. <laughs> so I was. Um, uh, I've been putting the the podcast up on uh, Reddit for a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Um, they they on the podcasting Reddit. There's like a just a thread that's like post your podcast, and they put it on every week. All right. Um, and I went, I carried on going through that Reddit, oh. and there's. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why are you feeling a setup? I do because because you've tricked me two weeks in a row, and I'm just not having it anymore. So I'm just like, oh, as soon as I feel myself, why can't you just let other people enjoy it? No, no, yeah, I will. Please don't stop. But I need to train my brain not to trust you. Ah, oh, fair enough. More than I don't trust you already. Yeah. Well, this isn't a setup either. God damn! <laughs> fine. Uh, no, yeah, fine. No, uh, so I, I went through the rest of the um, the the Reddit and Did you really? yeah. yeah, no, I found um, <laughs> it does sound like a setup. It is. I found uh, lists um of things that people don't like that put them off listening to podcasts. <laughs> Nick, so <laughs> I just I just wanted to go through a few. Right. Um, the hosts are too interested in their own shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Some's okay, but when you have to make a joke about something that's only funny to you, it becomes unbearable. Well, yeah, I, I get that, but the 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 open the jokes are uh, everyone's in on it if they've listened to yeah well, three hundred hours. <laughs> yeah. And like what I don't like it when the hosts are enjoying themselves. Yeah, yeah, it really puts me off. What's the thing? I think that's a bit specific to like yeah, some specific things. podcast. I, but the, the, but the trouble with this podcast is, is I've never really known how to define it. Yeah, we just the, put comedy. Yeah, and hope well, that people find it's funny. I just think it's just the way I phrase it is, it's just a, a like two friends having a conversation in a pub. Yeah, and then it's just like you're just ne- on the table next to it, and you just kind of hear what's going on. Yeah. And then if you want to get involved, you perk up, send us an email or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's just talking about random shit that's happened in that week. Yeah. Um, the hosts do absolutely no research on the topic that they're discussing. <laughs> okay, right. Well, this is just different brands of podcast, isn't it? Like, if you talk to some people about podcasts, they're like, well, I only listen to hardcore history. Yeah. And if hardcore history did no research. Yeah. <laughs> we reckon... <laughs> We reckon uh, everything was fine, and we reckon that uh, the French weren't involved in World War One. We'll put more research into it. This is a factual podcast or an industry podcast, like it's about I don't know soup. So yeah. all the soup companies listen to it to hear the latest soup news. Yeah, and it's like yeah, if you haven't researched anything into it, yeah, I can understand in that regard. But in yeah. regards to news articles, uh, loud and boisterous laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck you. 
I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> These people are too happy. <laughs> I don't like laughter. Don't put laughter into your podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> to be uh, fair, though, this is the kind of person I imagine who makes lists. Yeah. And then posts it for the world, but this is my list. Yeah. And this is the reason why I don't like you. Point one. <laughs> Lighten up, dude. Yeah. Laugh. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Uh, long tangents virtually unrelated to the intended content of the podcast. The intended but content. But then, yeah, there's no intended content. <laughs> yeah, again, if it was hardcore history. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Don't start talking about the future. It's this hardcore history or whatever. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, taking too long to get to the point, asking what's been going on with you. This <laughs> how we start pretty much every podcast. Um, this one's a bit vague. Not enjoying the opinions of the people hosting. But as in the person listening doesn't enjoy, or the people yeah. hosting it don't enjoy each other's opinions. Uh, no, no, no. The people listening don't don't like your opinion. Okay. Which I can I can see. There were definitely some podcasts some that we had sort of mm. um in the in the, in the first 100 that I imagine would be very difficult for other people to stomach without being able to be like, "Ah, no, excuse me, I don't I don't believe in this." Yeah. Like I um, Yeah. It's a, again it's a control thing, isn't it? It's yeah. just like you, you people should inevitably will get used to hearing opinions they disagree with. Yeah. It's just, how do you process that information? It's like, we're all... The thing, the difference between us is we're pretty genuine. So it's like, hey, if we thought something and you have a, a good counter-argument, yeah. I'm, I'm on that. I'm interested yeah. in talking to you about it. So yeah. it's like, yeah, let's, let's talk, it out. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, if the, uh, the hosts are mean-spirited... Well, I guess I've just fucked that up with that. <laughs> you fucked that guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're too mean spirited. I don't think we're mean spirited at all. We got this is this different type of. Uh, I don't know. We left it. Sense yeah, of humor. No, we just have like we're just a bit. I did say there was the Germans probably put a rhinoplasty outside of Auschwitz to keep the Jews in, <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't mean spirited. That's just stupid stereotypical Holocaust hacky joke. Yeah. So there's, there's, a, there's a there's a riff on something else. Yeah. It's not mean spirited. Like genuinely, if we talk about stuff, we're not looking to shit on people no I mean there is a segment called who is this twat <laughs> <laughs> but again even during that we weren't shit it was it's like a hey. segment <laughs> yeah we can just sack it off but we were just but like no mind. yeah fair enough to them if they do well or great but <laughs> this is why we don't this is why <laughs> <laughs> I was mean spirited <laughs> yeah. we're only 50% mean spirited <laughs> yeah. and yeah. the last point was eating and I've never done that but I'm gonna but yeah I wondered why you were doing it today yeah. there you go <laughs> Eating. All right, cool. Um, we're going to play it around with the new intro. Um, so I think we will, maybe, if we find it, because it's not on here. <laughs> scroll up. Uh, scrolling up. Nope. Other way. Scrolling down. <laughs> nope. We've got. That's, that's midlife crisis <laughs> from last week. I think. It was. Yeah. Still a sponsor. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. They were sponsoring last week. I just didn't have their uh, their sound file. Uh, oh, so is it not on there? Uh, it's not on here, no. Okay. Put it there you go, that's on there. What was and uh? <laughs> Play it. <laughs> and uh, recipes.
Oh. The screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so we're back in. Oh, we're, we're back in. Yeah, it, we didn't stop recording. Right, right, cool. Uh, is it on here now? Yes, mm. it is. Um, oh, do we contact details? Yes, we, so there's oh, a new right. outro. Okay. Uh, you've got 15 seconds. To do any contact information. You've got a little bit more than that. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend in 15 seconds. Yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, we'll try and squeeze it in. All right. So yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been all right, isn't it? Yeah. Bit weird intro. Might work in retrospect. I don't yeah. Know. We'll give it a look. Okay. If not, we'll figure something out. All right. Uh, yeah, so this is this fading in. This is going. Um, so the uh, the email is wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com. I'm Singer Steve on Twitter. I'm Nick Snip. We're Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. See you next week. Stop it there then. Yeah. <laughs>